Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh, just before I get on the video, I just want to check. Is the Cleary score right? Like, did he actually get one? I didn't watch the game. Like, is it a glitch? It's real. Ah, well. Two? Two. Two. Two was captaincy. It might actually be my lowest score ever. I'm trying to think. I feel like I had maybe a four, a double four as captain one for an eight. So might have had, I think I had an injury like yeah, five minutes into a game, like a might have been a Jared Hayne or a, a Teddy or something like that a long time ago, and they, they got injured pretty early in the game and ended up with that. But this was the the brain snap of all brain snaps, wasn't it? And there was no real excuse for it and he knew it, he just went shit, like yeah, like he was felt bad straight away and it's weird how it happens, hey? Like, and obviously it's all happened so quick, right? But you see some of these you know, pick up and drives. This one was a, you know, a, hand, a hand in between the legs, which you would have thought that he would have actually realized that he'd done that and, and went to, to lift and drive. Uh, I know Ivan came out and mentioned a couple of things around, you know, usually yeah, what would happen. The other two guys were in there. One had dropped off and then another would, and they usually would, the, the way they tackle is they hold the top half of the body and will like sort of pick up and, and drive, try to drive them back a little bit with the lower. And that's what that motion was. And, and then falling off him then meant that there was no weight up top and, and the pickup becomes a lot easier, which you know, meant, made it look a lot worse. But again, he, it was just a brain snap. He knew it as well. You know, lifting, you know, putting an arm, in, hand in between the legs, lifting and driving down. I'm very, just very lucky that, and, and happy that, that Dylan Brown's safe. And I'm sure he is as well. And he'll cop the, the, the suspension. It should be four to five weeks. So I imagine with the, the prior incident with that uh, leg lock that we had earlier in the year, which a lot of people said he should have got a suspension for. So he'll cop it this time. I think we should see him either last round before finals or the start of finals, I think. So probably very lucky that it wasn't in the back end of the year. Like it was obviously late. It's round 20, but very lucky that wasn't. But for anyone who owns him now, he will be a trade out and very, very, very unfortunate if you did use all your four trades this week. And these are the things that we have to worry about. If you are remove, you know, 
removing all of those trades in these in these early early weeks, then these are things that happen. And you don't expect that to happen. You, you might expect the odd injury or something, and and not a big suspension like this. But he'll be out for the rest, of, pretty much the rest of the season, uh, for fantasy wise anyway. So a very tough one. And if you did captain him, then this is the result. Obviously, a lot of people in the top half of the rankings have him as captain, so it's not the worst thing in the world. But if you happen to captain someone else, whether it's our people squad with Teddy, end up being an amazing decision, that 49. And really, the the other side of it is if you didn't actually own Cleary, my head-to-head squad didn't, which is very, very lucky. Not something I planned, uh, but happened that way. And, and you know, it could have worked out for, you know, if you brought in DCE and he gets, he gets suspended or something like that. But... Yeah, unfortunately, it was Cleary, and if you don't have him, very, very lucky. If you do have him and you have yeah, more than a couple of trades left, he's going to lose a fair bit of cash, just be aware of that, but he's also very, very high, so you can, you'll be able to get anyone in the game as a straight swap. Or if you're in my camp, then potentially a slight downgrade on him or a trade across to like a Cam Murray or a Payne Hass, and I can upgrade one of my 600K guys to maybe a 700 one. Uh, considering I have five trades left. So if you're sitting somewhere in that position, three, four, five trades, you're still going to be okay. And this is what the point is of keeping those trades up your sleeve. And now it just makes it a little bit easier uh, to to know that he's not the the top performer or the top uh, money carrier in the game. So you can use that salary, that value a little bit elsewhere. Uh, Enough it evens the playing field a little bit. It makes it a little bit tougher to try and select and and the way you want to play. Uh, Captaincy and stuff like that is going to be very interesting. But Let's uh, give a little shout-out to how the Warriors played in this game now. So they obviously went down 12-24. Very, very important game for the Storm in uh, in this one to try and get a win after really struggling the last month or so. Uh, and they still didn't play amazing. They had some some moments. You know, there was still a lot of penalties, a bunch of errors for them. So they got out of this one okay. But Warriors, since moving back to to New Zealand, have been playing a lot better and very thankful for that. You know, imagine they had played there the last few years, I think it would have been a, a bit of a different story as to where they would finish on a on a yearly basis. So yeah, proud of them and how they're playing. But Gossi, a nice three tries for him and, and some really nice finishes. He had zero negatives in this entire game. So well done to him being the top scorer. Obviously with one 160 and only five fifties in this game, it wasn't a very high fantasy, fantasy scoring game. And a lot of uh, people actually own a bunch of players in this one. So very, very interesting. If you did, hopefully you have a bunch of these 50 guys around here. And if not, then unlucky to you at this stage. Kafusi had a, a good one there, 57. Again, no one owns him. We got Munster with the 55. You'll take that considering DCE at 53. So both very uh, very much at a similar price when Munster DCE and then you've got Cleary with one. Uh, you'll take the, the Munster score at 55 for sure. Toe Harris with 54. So you got that little upgrade, which is nice overnight. Five missed tackles, but the 56 in base is what we're hoping for on a weekly basis. And this is what he would be getting week to week last year and, and the year prior there was the, the big run meters, the, the big tackles, and yeah, probably a little bit lower than he would be used to with that five misses. But overall, a great game for him and still priced under 50 and is always a solid option at that dual position. Grant, okay. So he had a pretty tough game, actually. Seven missed tackles. He had the one error and the two penalties, which... A lot of it was early on the game. Missed tackles is what's killing him at the moment from getting around that 60 average, 65 average that we would hope and expect him to have. So the try and the try assist really helped him out in this one. Yeah, really just saving his score, to be honest. And I'd be wary of picking him up in my team at the moment. Just with him, I just think, you know, Robson's probably a little bit better than him at this stage in terms of fantasy scoring. You obviously Cook is the top dog, which we all want and need 
Husey, 51. So we'll take that. He had a nice game overall, I think. He did the majority of the kick meters with Munster only having 65, which was, you know, he usually does kick for 250 or so, but yeah, the 376, we'll take that as an owner. And being priced at under 600K, you're getting some value out of him with that 51. So that was good. 16 tackles for him, no misses is also very much ideal. Reese Walsh had a solid game, plenty of kicking as well. The eight tackle breaks and the line break. He looked pretty electric, but they uh, managed to hold him down pretty well in this one. Ewan Aiken, the 39. So again, for a center, it's not the worst thing ever, but we're hoping for a little bit better out of him. The run meters was slightly up compared to last week, but we want him over 100. Uh, and then he did have the negative 14 there in, in demerit. So not the best game for him, but yeah, I think he's due for one of those 60s in the, in the upcoming weeks, that's for sure. Seve, you had Meany, who had solid games. It's going to be interesting what they do uh, next week if, if Meany is out going forward, but we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. Josh Curran, the 24 in the 70 minutes. So he got his spot back in the starting lineup and unfortunately he just didn't, uh, didn't deliver. So he's had two of these games now where one were off the bench and then one in a big minute role where he hasn't delivered. And we've seen this over the last few years too, is that he will have those big games where he just looks like he's involved in everything. And then he has these ones where he has 23 tackles and only 55 meters given away a few penalties. So not ideal for him, but that is that first game, guys. We'll move to the second one and very much the interesting game of the night. And, and Eels played incredibly in that first half. A lot of things went their way. And then they had the, the Cleary incident, obviously them playing with 12 the rest of the way. Panthers actually beat them in the second half, 6-4. And I'm still very salty about that last Civo try. I was, I was in line for about 500 bucks uh, on sports bet there. So thanks for that. Terrific pass from Gutho that, that killed us. But yeah, Panthers really, you could see in the second half, they were embarrassed with how that first half went. And they came out with a lot more intensity and played much better. Actually outplayed the Eels in that second half, I believe, considering they had one less man the whole 40 minutes. So what well to them in, in that one. And Isaiah Papali continues to show what an absolute gun he is. And, and hopefully, for Tiger's sake, they get him because he is spectacular. Uh, that, that catch in, in the air there, he had the, the 49 points in base, three offloads, the six tackle breaks, and getting a try pretty much each and every week. He was awesome. Liam Martin, sneaky, massive game from him. Where did, I don't know where these come from, where he just turns up the, the, the defensive work, gets up to 38 tackles, run for a lot more, uh, but 76 for him. Sean Lane is just continuing to show that he's one of the dominant back rowers in this competition both in his gameplay on a weekly basis. He's been one of their most consistent guys, I would say, very much close to breaking the line on most runs, especially uh, in within that 30 metres, and also scoring really well in fantasy, another 70 points. So I know there's a couple of people that, that follow me that uh, have him in their team, and, and well done to you again for another 70. Dill Brown, if you've held on to him this whole time, he had a really awesome start to this game, ran really well, had a nice kick for that try assist uh, to had the, uh, the three offloads and the two tackle breaks, a couple of tri-assists as well. So 62, if you held on, really happy with that. And thankfully, my favorite player in the world, Reed Marnie, came out and scored pretty well. Hopefully, it sounds like he's okay. They gave the thumbs up pretty late in that game when he had that little injury. It looks like knee or ankle, I wasn't exactly sure, but they ended up just bringing him off anyway, which I think is the, the smartest idea. There's, there was no need for him when they were up by 20 or 24, 26 or whatever it was uh, in the back section of that game. But yeah, the 61 will take... Still not very excited by him considering he was at negative four after about 14 minutes. So a few things went his way. Obviously, the two tries is 24, probably 26 points with the tackle break there. Uh, so he's still not scoring incredibly well. The tackles are down, m- missing plenty. So definitely not someone you can bank on every week, but we'll take the 61 and run this week. Coruscant, a little bit more of a guy we can bank on, averaging 50 and a half, a nice 61 for him. 
O'Sullivan becomes interesting over the next few weeks with Cleary being looking like just suspended for probably the rest of the year, like I said at the start. Um, yeah, back for finals. It's O'Sullivan, we know when he comes in and plays, he, he does average close to that 50 mark. So he's priced almost accordingly. He will go up a little bit after this one. Just have him pencil him in as a slight option as well in your side. If you hold on to Tungwa, I think he had a really, really good game. He ended up moving to the right-hand side, ran for 232 metres, 26 tackles for two misses. So he was great. If you're still playing him, awesome work. Mitch Moses in that first half couldn't miss a beat. Those two 40-20s kicked for a 546 metres, a couple of force dropouts, the 100 uh, run metres as well. And the line break, he was awesome. And if you're still honing him, you're happy with that and you want them to continue to play to play well as a team and he should benefit with some good scores along with you know Brownie and the rest there. Uh, Gutho, for example. Maddo with 54, so another 61 minutes for him. You're really happy with that. Again, not massive numbers on the offloads and tackle breaks, and that's where he'll get those 60 scores. But at the moment, nothing uh, crazy there. Isaiah Yo copped a bit of a rest, came back on right at the end, but another 49 from him. Not ideal compared to his price, obviously, at 777. But he will have those games where he's needed to play 80 minutes. But also be aware that they're right at the top of the table and you know that he, he can afford to, to cop some rests on a week-to-week basis. So just be aware of that if you do own him. But if you're looking to pick him up, I wouldn't do so this week. We've got Edwards. I think he was actually spectacular in that game, especially that second half. He really, really dominated. He was always hunting through the middle for extra ball uh, and, and trying to sneak some line breaks, which he ended up with two, the 270 metres. He's such a workhorse and uh, definitely a valued fullback in this game. Yep. Brian Toto with the 46, he had a solid one as well, especially in that second half, which most of the outside backs for the Panthers had a much better second half there, 207 metres and a couple of turnover tackles with the tri-saver. So that was ideal for him. Panasini as well, 44, but not too relevant these days. Fisher-Harris, a lower minute game again, which probably in turn with how they were, uh, they obviously got pumped, so didn't need him as much. He had Sivo with the two tries. He's such a good finisher. Even some you're like, oh, did he drop it or something? It's like, nah, he's just always slammed it down and uh, gets the job done in that, what they call it, Civo Corner, which is pretty cool. And then we had Jennings with the seven. So he obviously went off with the HIA for anyone who wasn't sure. If you played him, very unfortunate. If you have him in your team, again, he was just a cash out, so not too much of an issue. Cleary had a pretty solid start to the game, but obviously neg 12 in that one play. So he was 13 through 17 minutes and then uh, gave away the, the, yeah, the send off. So a nice one. So someone uh, screenshot that and, and used it in all future um, discussions for any time you want to laugh at someone that's uh, the captain him, but that is that video, guys. I wish you a little bit more luck for the rest of the weekend. We obviously have a bumper Saturday slate uh, kicking off. Well, at five thirty is going to be the big one for the the Sharks and the Bunnies. There, can't wait to watch that one. It'll be a high level game of footy. But uh, enjoy. Hope you enjoy this one again, guys. Like, subscribe, and enjoy the weekend. See you later. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 